Hello and welcome to a new episode, a new series, a new year, a new era of Sorry You're In My Seat. I am the charismatic, overly promoted James, and this week I'm joined by the lovely Esther. Hiya. Again. So we've done an episode before, we've done a few now. Yeah, we've sorry got, about that guys. You've Actually, we got a message about how good you were. Ooh. So from a very big fan as well, I said, tell Esther she did a good job. Oh, crap. And I did, several months later after that guy told me to. <laughs> Good job. Um, for regular listeners, I bet you're asking, where's Aaron? Well, for those that don't know, Aaron's got, you know, the the band they've blown up. He's got a manager now. He's, he's becoming a big thing, a big deal. Uh, he's also worked for a drug company, and he's, he's developed this new drug, which is going to change the world. Unfortunately, the pressure got to him. He killed his wife. And on his way to prison, his bus was taken out. What? And he escaped. So if no. you see Aaron anywhere, please contact the US Marshal Service and get that man behind bars. And then when he clears his name later, obviously he'll be back. He's just not here this week. Sounds like a fugitive to me. Have you ever seen it? No, nope, not no, once. No, not once. Knew it. That's why I love my bestie. So what have we got in store for this week? We've got a random conversation. It's January. We're back. We said we'd take December off and we did. True to our word, if it takes, if, it, if I don't have to do something, I will not do it. So here we are, January new series. I think we're probably entering about series five now. We'll just randomly make it up. Just, yeah, just randomly. Just wing it. Make it up. The um, Sims way. But 2023 has happened. It's finished. It's done. It's in the history books. Esther, what was your favourite film of 2023? So, I've been thinking about this quite a lot. No, you haven't. I have, actually, um, in the last five seconds. And if I'm going to have to pick a film that's one that I want to rewatch, one I want to talk to the girls about, one I want to go and see again, and something I'm very glad I saw in the cinema, it would have to be Barbie. Of course. The juggernaut that was Barbie, that obviously smashed records. It was it was. Oppen Barbie, wasn't it? Two yes. huge films coming out at the same time. Barbenheimer. Or was it Barbenheimer? I'll accept either. I'm easy. I'm an equal opportunities labelist. <laughs> um, yeah. It so was it's going to be whichever one we remember to do. It's a cracking film. Barbie. Amazing. How did it make you feel? Did you play with Barbies growing up? Yes. Although I have to admit, I was a Bratz girl, so I came about and it was Bratz girls I mainly played with. But you can't go anywhere without seeing a Barbie, and it's more the I story. I want to get this one right. Barbie's the one where Barbie can be anything. She can be a stay-at-home mom. She can be an astronaut. She can be a doctor. She can be whatever she wants. She can be a fashion icon or she can be a vet. Yeah, and Bratz, everything in between. Bratz are the, the the naughty girls, right? No, so the Bratz, you can go superstars, supermodels, uh, campers. I had the Bratz Rock Angels when they were recording artists. Could they go to space? Did they angel it up? They're yet I don't know to do an angel so. Up. Well, no, angel sense. is one of them. You remember from when we watched the beautifully awful film, Bratz the movie. Not to be mistaken with the cartoon ones. The cartoon ones are sheer gold. However, the live action was a pain. If you're sticking around, we won't be talking about the Bratz movie, don't worry. It was a punishment and I'm not really sure what I did. <laughs> you know what you did. I don't remember. So, but big news. Um, so we just had the Golden Globes. We did indeed. How did Barbie do? I think Barbie was nominated the most nominations with nine. How well did she do? Now, we're going to start off here with Best Motion Picture, which she wasn't up for. We had Atomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Past Lives, The Zone of Interest, and the winner for the drama category, Oppenheimer, which is my 2023 film of the year. We talked about it in an episode uh, we did a few months ago where we talked we about... We did indeed. You weren't part of it, so... No, but, I, but to be fair, even when I'm not on here, I feel like I am, because I get the, the draft version in the car on the way to record. So when I did 2023, it was a, a toss-up between Barbie and Oppenheimer. I feel like, though, I've... So, spoilers. It's not a spoiler. 
Christmas I bought you Barbie. You did indeed. I think maybe the first Blu-ray I bought you. Watched it with your dad in the afternoon. It was brilliant. You went for a nap post-Christmas dinner and me and your dad watched Barbie. I maintain Christmas Day is not the same without a nap. You must have a nap Christmas Day. Food coma nap. You don't accept that. And my yeah. dad's a fluffy potatoes one point this year. He, oh, he was, no, it's was mum's a, Irish beef. And the Irish beef. Oh, we had a, had a crackers. An absolute <laughs> cracker of a day. Christmas can pass me by. I'm all right with it. But, but Christmas Day dinner. Mm. Sorry, I'm just slipping well, back no, into no. a coma now. So Maria's introduced <clears throat> me to a new thing. So you have your Christmas dinner. Yeah. Then a Christmas dinner sandwich. Everything that you have in a Christmas dinner, you then shove between two slices of bread, <laughs> break your jaw, grab a sarnie. Why? Why not? Do you know what? She's in the bad books. I'm going to tell her now. Every week I'm going to list another failing of hers because she's your godmother, right? She listens to the show. She does indeed. What happened in 2023? Did you watch a certain BBC comedy for the first time? Blackadder. I did indeed. And who failed to show you Blackadder? And when we told her this around Christmas, what did she say? Shit, she failed. Don't worry, next week there'll be another failing. I've decided to call her out on her failings. Thank you for that loyal listener who I'm not going to shame every week. (laughs) But I will. I apologise, Maria. So uh, Christmas Day is obviously it's a big thing for people. You and I have a tradition. We watch a Roland Emmerich film. We we went back to the world. We went, you know, Christmas Day. We went for the best movie ever made. We went for Moonfall. It was one of our favourite dates. It was as crap as advertised. Moonfall was cracking. But I got something for you. New Year's Eve. A film, so New Year's Day, we put on a curry day. Yeah. So we invited my extended family around for a bit of curry. I say extended family, they're my immediate family. They are indeed. <laughs> so I invited my immediate family around for a curry day because we thought people would be sick of turkey, sick of pigs and blankets. We'll get some chicken, some Indian dishes, poppadoms. I have a freezer full of onion barshies because for some reason we didn't cook them. So if you need some onion barshies, I know a guy, it's me. <laughs> um, we have a lot to give. And I'm just saying, my dad said one of the best things that's ever happened to me. He said, I watched Marry Me last night. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so uh, this is the thing I want to do for the listeners as well. It's currently on BBC iPlayer. I want people to watch it. I I very rarely do this. It's a new thing I'm going to be doing this season. We're calling people out on films that I know that people can watch. BBC iPlayer, the classic Owen Wilson, the classic story of a man who's holding a sign up. He gets married to an international pop star, obviously, Jennifer Lopez. Who else? But with films like these, I do have to wonder, are they true to the source material? Well, it's funny you should mention that, Esther, because just like a plane with indicators knew exactly where I was going. (laughs) (laughs) My Christmas present that I got was was the comic book that the film is based on, which I read (laughs) Christmas Day. I can tell you now, bollocks. (laughs) Utter bollocks. Not only do they miss fundamental reasons, and the villains are all the way, they're wrong. There's no song called Marry Me. What? No, the hit song Marry Me is not in the no, book Marry no, Me. But she, he is holding a sign called Marry Me. And his friend, who in the film is played by Alicia Silverstone. Uh, not Alicia Silverstone. Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman, thank you. Alicia Silverstone. Whatever happened to her? You don't even know who he is. Not a clue. Moving on. Clueless. I never watched it. Fair enough. Anyway, she's going for a piss. She gets so excited when she sees the jumbotron, she pisses herself vital part of that story Jesus. then instead of getting to know each other and learn each other they run away to Rwanda yes exactly that's what I mean the comic book is nothing like the source material I'd love to see Jane over in Rwanda why would she wear her stilettos but it's because in the, in, the, in the comic book she's trying to give her money all away which is why her manager her dad is trying to stop her what exactly there's, what? there's so what I'm trying to say is marry me too 
Oh. Come back. Come back again. Marry me in Rwanda. Marry me. I want to see all the storylines that you missed. I want to see... Seriously, Marry me too. Nuptials in Rwanda. They no. recreate the ceremony, no, they but this time no. with the second hit song. But that's not. That's not. That's not. That's not with the source material. Either. Neither's the first one. Anyway, hmm. please go check it out. It's on BBC iPlayer, and I want people to get in touch with what they think. It started off as a joke. It's my ill movie. You won't let me rewatch it. With, We've watched it so many times. I like it. I like how bad it is. It's it's but, great. There are, like, serial killers that are less bad than this movie is bad. Anyway. Anyway, stop it, you. Stop going down marrying me. What have you done with your life? Well, <laughs> New Year's Eve. Yeah, what did you do New Year's My Eve? biggest accomplishment. What did you do? I got you to watch the Eras tour. Genuinely forgot that we were going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Three hours of my life I'll never get back. I- 15.99 on Amazon. Hey, worth it. Tickets would have been about 200 each. Yes, you're right. Me, who has no interest in watching Taylor Swift, 15.99. Got to tell you now, wasn't actually that bad. We had a great conversation. Taylor Swift is is probably the dominating female artist, maybe of the last 20 years. The only thing I can think of is like the Attitude Era. It's in wrestling. Stone Cold Steve Austin was the biggest of all time, and The Rock was also the biggest of all time. It's very rare when you're in an industry where there's two all-time greats at the same level, and oh, I guess see. you'd argue that probably Beyonce is probably uh, so, coming from me. You have no knowledge of pop music or anything okay. like that. Okay, well let, let me let me chime in. So right, okay, right. This is serious business talk now. So there's three major female artists who dominate. You've got Adele. You've got Beyonce and you've got Taylor Swift. The rivalry now is who's bigger, Beyonce or Taylor Swift, and that is very divisive. So, you know, let's not lose friends. Well, as someone who's very rarely listens to a Beyonce song, I said that I wasn't a Swifty. I was a Tay-Yaya. That's right. <laughs> and we made bracelets. We did, out of hair bands. So I went all out because I promised you I'd do something that you wanted to for New Year's, and that's yeah. what we did. And we're still together. To so be fair, you? you came out with a new song that you like. Yes, but you say that, but I've already forgotten everything about it, so it can't be that catchy. It's not like... Don't you worry. It's not, like Ebony, it's not like Ebenezer Good, which which like 40 years later I am still humming. <laughs> or Friday by Rebecca Black. What you guys can't see is that I'm giving James the biggest death glare in the world because there's nothing like driving down a quiet street whilst Ebenezer Good is going full blast on the radio, a song you've never heard before, and you think it's going to kill you. Yes, well, you, you fell for me, so it's your fault. Anyway... <laughs> Christmas Day. Two more things. New tradition for Christmas. Well, not really new, but, but like we rewatched Lord of the Rings, which I think is very Christmassy. Now, I'm going to tell you something now. Whilst it's all Aaron, Christmas trees, isn't it? Whilst not Aaron, Aaron's not here, mm. but Aaron and I have always agreed we have memories of growing up on BBC One. New Year's. Sorry, not New Year's. I apologise. Christmas Eve, the mm. first Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. Christmas Day, Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. And then Boxing Day, the Last Crusade. Okay. I've always got that fond memory of it being highlighted in the Radio Times. My my dad was like, oh, we'll watch this. You know, he highlighted it, or my mum did. I can't really remember, but I remember it was an event, watching Indiana Jones around Christmas. Yeah. I loved it. It's something I've always tried to maintain. I'm always like, I'm a big Indiana Jones fan. Why wouldn't I watch it when I get the chance? One of the best gifts I got this year was a gift I gave to myself, which was I bought a replica, Humble. <laughs> I bought a replica diary from the Last Crusade, which oh, is going on my shelf. Oh, that's what's downstairs. Yes, that's what's downstairs. So when I... Do you remember the one thing I asked you for was a, a book display case? That's all, nope. I, that's all I asked for. Still didn't get Quite it. clearly, <laughs> did not remember. Um, but that's so that's what I want. That's what I got. Got my got myself a little gift. 
it's awesome. Love Indiana Jones. And I know for a fact that Aaron sent me a text on Christmas Day or Boxing Day saying he's rewatched. He's watching the fifth, the new Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny. So it's really good that Christmas is that time where we tap into our nostalgia. We pass on the films that we love to our loved ones. So, you know, when we get a child, watch Indiana Jones, you know, that type of thing. As a family, I know for a fact that you all gathered around and watched St. Trinian's, don't you? We do indeed. So the films and movies are such an important part of Christmas time. And it was great to rewatch Lord of the Rings. You don't remember any of them. I don't want to you can't remember anything. <laughs> I was quoting them verbatim, line for line. Yeah, that was fun. Um, so <laughs> I first watched The Lord of the Rings uh, when I was a teenager, probably about 15. And my cousin, he used to have massive phases where he'd absolutely fall in love with something. So he had his Michael Jackson era where he walked around with one glove. He had his cat era where he... Is your dad, sorry? No, my cousin. Oh, right. It's, more, it's less having known your dad, that would have been mightily impressive. I, it would have been brilliant, wouldn't it? Mike the cat. Um, but no, he went through a Lord of the Rings section. I remember going on car rides where him and his brother and his dad would sing... Um... The Hobbits are going to Isengard. No. Or the Potatoes song. No, the... Masham Sig Ministry. <laughs> so this was when the Hobbit first came out. Oh. So all those songs, they were singing in the car. And it was really lovely. Can I tell you I love Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, not a fan. No, but it was more a case of... So I watched them all for the first time so I could go and see The Hobbit with them. Um, so that was Tommy's big thing at the time. So I watched the three of them, but I watched them very fast. I felt like you need a break between them, because otherwise they're just on in the background. You want to be able to give them your full attention, which I didn't when I was 15. What did you think? You stayed up late one night this week to watch it. I know, I went past my curfew. To Return of the King. I did. A film that just doesn't... When I watched that cinema, I was like, please end. I've got arse <laughs> ache. <laughs> it's like, we're pushing over three hours, like, my arse hurts. I need to get out I was going to say, how many times you go off for a week? Um, I did, back in those days... I had a decent bladder, not Ooh. like my old aging prostate now, <laughs> where I have to pee. Like, and that's welcome to sorry you're in my seat. If you wanted to hear about James's colon and other things, maybe you'd like to <laughs> check out our other episodes. Um, and the reason we're talking Christmas, obviously, it's just happened. New Year's. My dad, my dad is. I love my dad to pieces. He's one He's of brilliant. the best men I know. Crap at buying presents, <laughs> utterly awful. Uh, he bought me a Batman book once. A big Batman fan. Huge. Think he was the best. It was, it was a guide to a game that was only five years old that I'd already 100%ed. But do you know what? I love that man. And he tries. He sees mm. Batman's art, looks at me, thinks I haven't got it. And every year, he knows I liked films. And so he, like, he bought me 50 greatest films wall chart. You know, put it up, what have you seen? I've seen them all. <laughs> it was like, it was a very, you know, scratch them off, seen them all very quick. And this year, he's got himself a little movie quiz thing. Oh. So we're going to do some of them. Hell just yeah. You and I, so five points if you get it off the bat, three points if you need a uh, hint. A hint, and then if you if you need another hint, it's a it's just goes down to one point, I'm afraid. So bit pitiful. We've got animals at the movies, name it, movie trivia, whose line was it anyway? I'm gonna tell you now, I obviously it was a present, so I don't know where I got it from. Guarantee you got it from Sainsbury's. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Guarantee it. It's got that Sainsbury's quality feel to it. Well, it's not completely crap, smooth. but it's cheap. So, would well, you, Esther, I'm going to let you pick first. What would you like to go for first? Uh, in honour of the best TV series ever, whose line is that anyway? Doesn't age well. It probably doesn't, know. Right. So, I'm going to ask you, I don't know, 10? <coughs> 10? Yeah, we can go 10. No, we'll do 10. Oh, my God. So, you were really worried that you won't get any points. Mm. Whoever said orange is the new pink was seriously disturbed. <gasps> Elwood's Lincoln. It was! Hey. Film that you punched me to. That's when you knew you loved me. Um, oh my god, I'm even going to do the voice. And you might not get it. My name is Jeff. 
<laughs> See, I know the meme, but I've never actually known the film. We've seen it. So Have we? <laughs> yes. Do you want a clue? Give me a clue. Go for three. Um, it is uh, in it. Is I'm trying to give you a clue that won't give it away completely. And yeah. Have to do it for the other one. I think sometimes clues are harder to give than get. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. Um, I don't know which one I'm gonna go. So it was based on. This is a film adaptation of a TV series that starred a very young Johnny Depp as an undercover police officer in a high school. My name is Jeff. Oh, is this 21 Jump Street? I'll give it to you. It's 22 Jump Street. Oh, fair enough. I will give you one point for that. Thank you, thank you. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> this, is, this is like... This is for the popular audience, not the nuance. You you won't get it. That's what they're going to be people <laughs> screaming. With great power comes great responsibility. Batman. <laughs> no, I will let you I'm go. I'm joking. It's Spider Man. Is it all of the Spider Man? It is. Um, oh my god, we watched this the other day as well. <laughs> is it marrying me? No. I, do you want? I wish. I wish. Shall make you a personalised set of this for next no, Christmas. I'm going to tell you now that this mm. is. These are not new films. Like Twenty Two Jump Street. I genuinely was like, oh, it's, it's newer than I was expecting. <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. It's Mean Girls. It and that's Regina George. Um. Oh my God. You I, maybe you get this one. I wish I knew how to quit you. That sounds like a shitty Twilight line. Oh, I wish I knew how to quit you. Heath Ledger. Oh, sorry. Did you want to? Did you, no, it's not. It's not a nice tale. Which is exactly <laughs> where your head was going. No, it wasn't actually. <laughs> um, Jake Gyllenhaal. They're gay cowboys. The fuck is this? Throwback Mountain. I've never seen it. Okay, no points for you. <laughs> Just keep swimming. Finding Nemo. It is Finding Nemo. I don't know how many you've had. You should probably count them. All right, talk We're about, really professional here. Talk about. Um, talk about. Talk about thing. films. What? The thing. The thing you have a poster for. Six. Go ahead. I right. don't have a poster. That was it's like a hand, hand, hand drawing. drawing. It's beautiful. Poster by Donna. It is like ten years old and it's amazing. Oh, for God's sake. Draw me like one of your French girls. <laughs> Titanic. Easy. Never actually watched it. I cried at the trailer oh, at school. I could genuinely know that you won't get this one. I will find you and I will kill you. Kill Bill. No. Oh, uh, he, he hunts people with a... No. no with a what? No, it's, it's the actor, an Irish actor, going to serious trouble for saying some nasty, naughty things. You won't get it. It's taken. No. And you wouldn't get it. I know my Is that Liam Neeson? If you can... Yeah. Hey. Do you know I'll give yourself a point. Okay, I'll yeah, take, I'll I'll take it. I'm going to need them. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Um, fuck me. Yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, and today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. Actually, they thought... call it present. I've said it wrong. Pretty sure that's in many a movie. Isn't that just an old wife's, uh, an old saying? It's an animated film. Yeah, probably animated film stars Dustin Hoffman and Jack oh, Black. Kung Fu Panda. It is Kung Fu Panda. Do you know what? Let's keep going. That was your ten, I think. Just yeah, smile awesome. and wave, boys. Smile, smile and wave. Oh, you even completed it. There you go. You don't know what film it's from, do you? Madagascar. Oh, Bessie. Speed faster than fast, quicker than quick. I am lightning. Is that Lightning McQueen from Cars? It is Lightning McQueen. Oh, do you know what? We're going to go now until you just can't get him. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly. 
I live my life a quarter mile at a time. There's ten of them. This film series, there are ten of them. Oh, Fast and Furious. Fuck me, Esther! <laughs> Fuck me! Well done! Oh, sorry, I just screamed into the microphone. I was genuinely proud of you. It's the proudest I've ever been. I mean, it came off the, there's ten films. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favour. The Hunger Games. It's the Hunger Games, of course it is. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> Ugh, as if. Get off it. <laughs> no, that's genuinely it. But it, it. We were literally just talking about this film when I said Alicia Silverstone. You, you've lost it. I'm not giving you a point for this. Is it School of Rock? It's, Alicia Silverstone. I don't know who she is. Oh, oh Clueless. clueless. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said, I thought you, you were saying the name and meant Sil- Sarah Silverman. And the only film I know her from is Call of Rock. How did you do in the first round? Oh, let's do some maths. Right, so whilst you're talking about maths, I'm going to talk about Oppenheimer being my favourite film of last year. It's a film that got me back in the cinema. It's a film that kept me in the cinema. Had I watched this at home, I would have been devastated, sad, and a little bit empty inside. Now, 52. 52. Now, I'm going to bring it up now with something that I made you watch as well over the Christmas period. We got Across the Spider-Verse. It's on Now it TV. It was amazing. So if you want to watch it, it's now currently on Now TV or Sky TV. Again, I sent Aaron a text message and just said... Brother, that film is there. Across the Spider-Verse is obviously the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse, starring Miles Morales trying to deal with the death, well, no longer, you know, he's become the Spider-Man after the death of his university, Peter Parker, and Gwen Stacy's back in his life with a multiverse hopping tool. What could it mean? I'm going to tell you now. Um, I am sick of the multiverse and time traveller stories. They bore me. I'm bored. I don't want to see him. Don't want to hear him. Don't want to have anything to do with him. However, you stick in a beautiful animated... Uh, TV, uh, sorry, film from Sony Animations. Sony Animations have have crafted something so beautiful and spectacular. Their the design s- team all need a raise. The 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 clash of retro stars and what happens now. One of the funniest things I've ever seen. One of the after credits of the future Spider Man pointing. You know, like don't you point at me? You pointed at me first. It's one of the fucking funniest ten seconds. I came out of that film tears. I said on this. So at the time, the uh, we're doing a podcast with Aaron and Sam. Mm-hmm. Neither of them have seen it. I was like, it's film of the year. And then it, I think we went with Mandy and I was like, we're going to have to change the rules when you see this film. Mm-hmm. You'll fall in love. And we did. And we, we crowned two films of the year that year. Cross the Spider-Verse was, I would say, just as good as Into the Spider-Verse. It was phenomenal. and it, 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 I think I, it's better. Strong fighting words there from Esther. She's come out strong. Why? Yeah. One, there's about 105 billion different Spider-Men and that's I fucking love that. hilarious. I love that. And I, do you know what? I really love Miles Morales as a character. He's really fleshed out. And it's been a big year for Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2, the video came out on PlayStation 5 and really kind of like made people give a shit. Like, people are angry that they didn't win Game of the Year. I'm going to tell you now, he shouldn't have won Game of the Year because Baldur's Gate 3 It is, was beautiful. It was beautiful, but Baldur's Gate 3 is a masterpiece. It, oh, it's, okay. it's crafted in a way that you can do pretty much anything you want. It's raised the standard for games and I don't want to get That's too much talk. into games but when you make a role playing game now you'll be compared to Boulder Gates 3 when you make a comic book game you're going to be thinking yeah, it's good but nothing beats Boulder Gates 3 and people are angry I don't know why you know, fair like, enough like fair Boulder Gates 3 is, is a master class in how to make a game anyway Across the Spider-Verse is phenomenal I've really enjoyed sorry the reason I brought I like the, a new story a fresh story of multiverses and no the way that they tell the story makes it come across as a new story so we don't want to get into too many spoilers because like I say the, 
the rule used to be if it was in a cinema, six months later you could talk about it. Mm. But we as a species don't really go to the cinema anymore. So now I'm not really sure what the new rule is. So I don't want to spoil it too much. Also, I feel like the Spider-Verse films needs to be a big you and Aaron episode. Yeah. But so far, the best, one of the best sequels to a great film I've seen. It, it's, yeah. it's phenomenal. The, the continuation, I'm so excited to see a third one. It sets up beautifully for a third one. The animation, the extra characters they bring in. Holby, you weren't a fan of the British punk one, but basically the, the Indian Spider-Man, I think, is generally one of my favourite characters <laughs> I've ever seen. And uh, uh, Manbatten. Yeah. I flipping love my man. Just as a set, I thought he was gorgeous. I was like, why isn't this place real? So for someone who's sick of the multiverse, is a sick of time traveler story. Like, like Marvel's dead to me. I couldn't care less. DC's dead to me. I'm not interested. Joker 2 is going to be musical. It would be interesting. What? Yeah, Lady Gaga's... I, I could be completely wrong, but I don't think I am. Lady Gaga's playing like the Harley Quinn. That'd they, be awesome. And they've decided to go in a musical route. And I, do you know what? I... I put my hands up on a pod because we scream for something completely different. People yeah. are angry about it. Don't know are. why. It's it's going to be different. It's going to be unique. Give it a go. Well, as soon as you make a risk, people don't like it. Yeah. And then they make the risk of it successful. They said, oh, I love it all along. comes down to the Star Wars argument. The, the second one of the, the sequel trilogy, The Last Jedi, it did something different. And whilst I didn't like the film, I respected it for doing something mm. different. I was interested to see where it went, but but they basically Disney went to typecast, basically shit themselves in terror, and for some reason brought back Emperor spoilers brought back Emperor Palpatine when there was there was no sign of that happening. It was utter horse, but Duncan, nice. Um, so basically, across Spider Verse, it's on Sky or Now TV. Is is a, a visual treat and is a great storytelling. Hundred percent, go and watch it. Characters are back. It's heartbreaking. It'll kick you emotionally in the knots and uh, hold you down. Oh, oh, sorry, and a shout-out to The Spot, who starts off as one of the best villains, <laughs> comically-wise, and genuinely is terrifying by the end of it. I've never seen a character arc, and I believe it's voiced by uh, Jason Schwartz. What a phenomenal job The Spot is, from yeah. joke to villain of the millennium. Yeah. So a uh, huge fan of Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah, do you know what? Actually, I might agree with you. I think it might be better. Into... I'll watch them together. I will never... I'll watch one, I'll go, oh, I can't not watch Across the Spider-Verse, and then I can't remember what the third one's going to be called. Read something into, into and across and beyond. Still, still in the movie. No, I reckon it would be beyond. Anyway, right, ready for the next round. Uh, it's my turn. It is indeed. So, you animals at the movies, name it, movie trivia, or whose line is it anyway? I don't. Want... Um, I'll, I'll follow you. I'll do yeah? whose line is it anyway. And you can only give me ten. Let's be honest. No one really cares. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are people out there that will smash us. You ready for this one? No. Just Wilson. Cast away. Yeah. That's quite impressive. Yeah. Also, I think I saw that one when I put... You little cheat. <laughs> That's your cheater. You've got red on you. Shaun of the Dead. Get off it. How'd you get that? Because I... I it's a film podcast, Dickie. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play a game. So... Want to no or or it could be war games. It wasn't war games. I want to. That's play why I didn't do the game. voice. Ah, oh, damn it! I should have done the voice, and then you'd got you it wrong. I'd been like, war games as well. Have you seen it? It's the only Matthew Broderick film that I don't want to stab myself in the face whilst I watch it. And that's quite a big thing because that you, is a big thing. You know, oh, and, and Godzilla obviously because Roland Emmerich. Well, he is a mighty, mighty man. I feel the need, the need for speed. Top Gun, come on. Like, like, well, you like, might say who uh, says it as well. I was gonna, yeah, but did you not notice that I didn't do that with you? <laughs> yeah, but the stakes are different. <laughs> okay. Uh, hasta la vista, baby. Arnold Schwarzenegger 
Hasta la vista, baby. See, this is one of those things where everyone says it's the Terminator. It's not the Terminator. Is it Last Action Hero? It's Terminator 2. Judgment it Day. It is, it is. I still get the points, which I've noticed that you're not writing down. No, no. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it didn't matter, so I'm just going to go for it for fun. Okay, so you've won then. Yeah. <laughs> of all the gin joints and all the towns and all the world, she walks into mine. Uh, Casablanca. It is Casablanca. Rick Blaine. Okay. There's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. Field of Dreams? Nope. Something we've watched together. And I love it. Oh, it's, of course, it's when he's screaming at uh, the thing, isn't it? It's A League of Their Own. Yeah, Jimmy yes. Dugan, played by Tom Hanks. Again, another good film. I don't really be... I'm not a big Tom Hanks fan, but he actually acts in that. Because he, <laughs> he is an arsehole. No, normally, Tom Hanks is like the most nice... Like, in a room, he's the nicest guy. He did a yeah. man called Otto, where he's supposed to be the villain... Which was I quite liked him. <laughs> he's just an arsehole. Like his, I think his wife died and left him, and he doesn't. Does he? I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't know if he's tried to kill himself, but he's basically he doesn't give a shit anymore. Mm. He says what he wants, you know, as a go at people. Yeah, he's a he's me. He's <laughs> a, a moody gremlin, and I'm just like, yeah, good for you. Yeah, tell he's that guy with to you, go but f- he's needed death to get to a level. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, tell that guy to go fuck himself. Yeah, you're trying to buy rope. Are you ready for this one? No. I don't care. You can't handle the truth. I don't know the characters. I know it's Jack Nicholson, and I know it is in. Uh, oh, I can't remember the. You can't handle the truth. It's not all the presidents, man. It's not born on the Fourth of July. It's, I was. It's that film. Ah, oh, that's really irritating. I can't remember what it's called, but I know the film. The truth. You can't handle the truth. Demi Moore's in it. Don't want to get nothing for this. How many words is it? Four. The first one is A. I don't know. I can't, I can't remember the name of the film. A few good men. A few good fucking men. See, we've got Kiefer Sutherland as one of the fuckers. Right, do you want one more to see if you can uh, retrieve it? Retrieve yourself. Yeah. Right, it, it doesn't. It doesn't bode well when you're actually looking through them. Well. So I guess we're not doing your. We're not doing this round again <laughs> because you're you ready. Yes. You shall not pass. Scandalf in Lord Sc- of the Rings: Fellowship of the Ring. Scandalf's an unknown pronunciation. <laughs> Scandalf. Scandalf. <laughs> he'll save you, but he'll also sell you drugs. <laughs> Scandalf. They're all on LSD, aren't they? Hey, right, so I'm fairly certain that you won that round. Yeah, I think I, I think, did. I think you did win that round. Um, I'm going to tell you now, I was right. I called best, Os- uh, best Oscar this year would definitely be, in the sporting actor category, would have to be Robert Downey Jr. in Oppenheimer. Now, Oppenheimer has... Sorry, the reason I bring this up is because obviously he's won the Golden Globe. Golden Globe. Um, I think we're seeing a different Robert Downey Jr. now, and what I mean by that is he paid the bills with Marvel. He became one of the coolest people on the planet. In Oppenheimer, we saw him get his acting chops up. Now I'm not saying you don't act when you're in a Marvel film, because you don't. <laughs> you don't. You, you, you're there CGI big bug fest. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he's done a. I'm not saying he's a bad actor. But with Oppenheimer and his role, he's the narrator of the film. I know you haven't seen it, but he is in the future telling stories about Oppenheimer whilst he's explaining the situation. I don't want to go into too many spoilers. But his role as uh, Strauss is... So Louis Strauss is, is a dick. He's a proper dick. It's, Oppenheimer is one of the best things. And obviously Killing Murphy won the best uh, actor. I think that's pretty nailed on. The only problem is I haven't seen Killers of the Flower Moon. See, I keep. Uh, I used to keep hearing my old job the trailer for it and the advert for it. Sounds amazing, but bloody long. Mm. 
So, uh, but there's another film as well that I've only just started seeing trailers for, and it's got a lot of awards. And the reason I bring it up is, it's called The Holdovers. And I okay. Think, so I don't really know much about it. I know Paul Giamatti's in it. And it plays like a teacher, I think. I think it's like a dark comedy. And it's weird that trailers start to work on me now. So trailers never used to mean anything to me. I think I'd prefer to go late to the cinema, not really give a toss. Just go straight in. And that was it. Oh, you're missing out on the magic. The only trailers I genuinely miss are the ones that used to piss people off. And what I mean by that is, because I used to love playing a game called Perfume or Car Advert. That's exactly what I was about to say. I genuinely do love that. I do miss that about the cinema experiences. Is going and being like, oh, I'm not going to be what people expect me to be anymore. And then he walks out. And he walks out and the walls explode. It turns out he's having a press conference in an air hangar. And I've always wondered, why? (laughs) (laughs) Although I think they're changing now. The game has evolved. Oh, that's sad. It is now car, yes. perfume, mm-hmm. or coffee. Oh, I've not seen a decent mirage of coffee one. Mm. I love a pretentious one at the cinema. I love Brad Pitt giving a poem going, what am I? Am I the things I am or what am I not? And you're just like, wow, what a dick. <laughs> I find it, they're trying to sell you a thing. They're trying to sell you a, a, a way of life. They're trying to prove to you. But also, has anybody gone out and bought those perfumes or cars? No, I, that's what I don't understand. Did you forget right? by the end of the right, movie? Right, this is a point I think I made to Aaron, or to you, when I went to the cinema with one of you. I went, have you ever come out of the cinema and gone, do I do need a Ford Focus? I mean, the movie would have to be really shit. <laughs> For you so to you're like, watch. oh, do you know what? I will go to Mackey's. The only one that I ever remember is when you come out of a Bond film going, I will never be rich enough to own an Aston Martin. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll never... You just come out of those films thinking incredibly depressed. Uh, I love... It. Do you know what? Going back to uh, no, no. adverts. It's is why Judy Dench now selling car insurance as M. We need to save people money. Let's go out of there. Just just why? Who I, I think she's just having the time of her life. You, when you're looking for things, the only advert I know that works is compare the market because of the amount of people that type in compare the meerkat. <laughs> I'm sure the traffic I could be completely wrong. I'm sure they bought the license, the whole joke with meerkats was because people kept spelling meerkat. It's the so they have, but if you type in check wow. the meerkat, it takes you to check the market. I, yeah. I was like, I, that could have been like a lie. You see, Either way, I, I like it. So that's the only advert I know that works. <laughs> the rest of them, I've never, don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever been influenced one. Do you know what my favourite thing was? Um, this is going back. I'm going to age myself so much. I'm hoping someone listening agrees with me on this one. Was anybody there at the dawn of time? Shut up. <laughs> that's just mean. Um, De Motford University. And this guy goes to an interview. Yeah. And he says, uh, Alex Jones. And, he, and, and the receptionist goes, uh, they've got two Alex Joneses. You, which one are you? And he goes, I'm the Demotford one. And then the other applicants hang their heads and the guy's beaming. I remember thinking, and this advert did work on me because I thought, I'm never fucking going there. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, genuinely, what an asshole advert. See, My I... favourite one is, sorry to interrupt, it's the Lincoln University one because it might as well shrug. It comes up and goes, you could go somewhere else or you could go to Lincoln Uni. <laughs> and We're then, here. And then the guys are like, yeah, you, you could come. And, and everyone's like, yeah, right, then. <laughs> might, might as well. It's like there's nothing to sell in Lincoln. And yeah. I love it. Anyway, I've interrupted you. So no, okay. I got an unconditional offer to UEA, and one of the reasons I didn't want to go is because everyone there was too happy. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. So they just, they were really positive, and they were just like, right, come join us, come join us. I was like, whoa, I'm not trying to go call. Goodbye. <laughs> Probably a missed opportunity. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you ever see Succession? No. 
great little. I, I, you know, I really like the earlier series. Um, obviously, won big at the Golden Globes. I was a huge fan of the earlier series, especially Brian Cox, who basically plays Rupert Murdoch. It's about this family that own. I've seen you watch it, but I've not watched yeah. it. Yeah, so that one big, it was very good. I think Kieran Culkin, whom I'm always, he looks. You've seen. I'm trying to remember the films that he's been in. I hate doing that. I, you know what, that's why I'm always glad when Aaron hosts because it gives me time to <laughs> to think about what I'm talking about. Which is always good when you're you know, doing a podcast. The, it's based on a comic book. He's trying to win. He's trying. He beats all his ex-wives, uh, his lover's ex-boyfriends. Oh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. He's the gay roommate. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he is, I think, genuinely a very good underrated actor that gets mm. held back by name Corkin. And I, th- I do think he is related. I think he is the brother of Macaulay, Macaulay. Corkin. But I genuinely think he is... What? What did you just say? Macaulay. Oh, okay, sorry. I what did you think I said? I genuinely don't know. I thought you'd had some sort of breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, huge fan of uh, Kieran Corkin. It's really good to see it. But again, musical comedy... The Bear one. And I love The Bear. I don't understand why more people haven't watched The Bear, including yourself. Well, I don't know what it is. Well, the thing is, though, in my head, I got The Bear and The Menu conflated because you were well, hyping both. them both at the same know. time. And they're both similar-sounding names in terms of the... And then a four-letter word. And then I loved The Menu, and I was like, well, how's The Bear going to beat it? And you said, it's got something to do with food. And I was like, oh... Maybe we need a bit of time between the two. Food is a weird one. Where I genuinely, <clears throat> as a film setting place, I don't think I'll, I, you know me, you live with me. I don't cook. I'm, I, I don't you made cook. a watery curry once. <clears throat> Feel free to fuck off. <laughs> um, I, I'm not a big cook. And so I'll never be in, you're always fascinated by things that you'll never experience because you're like, oh, I watched this film. because it's. A, I was really looking forward to watching The Rig because I was like, I'll never be on an oil rig. And we watched it, and then I realised... Neither wow, of them. <laughs> exactly. Which, which, genuinely, I still think the rig, if you had a murder mystery, if it was a murder mystery, it would have been amazing. If it was they like, had followed the first three episodes and carried that to the end, it would have been amazing. But then it kind of has a stroke halfway through and falls off a cliff. When, when you're watching... <laughs> this is a great shout-out. When you're watching the three episodes of the rig, you never think that Yorkshire-born... Mark Addy. Mark Addy is going to be the fucking villain. At the end of that. <laughs> where does that come from? I, I love that because that person clearly had no idea what they were doing. They were just like, fuck it, Mark Addy. But do you know what? It was amazing. Like The first three episodes, I was really on board with and I really wanted to see where it was going. And I really liked the story it was telling. And then it suddenly just went, well, <clears throat> no spoilers, but the, the, the end of it doesn't match the beginning of it. And it's a completely different story and different everything. So, um, yeah, I feel like it kind of ruined itself. Enough chat, more questions. Question time. You're getting animals at the movies. Oh, I didn't know they were allowed in. Wow, <laughs> a low point. <laughs> Mark it down. The, f- the first low point of January. No, it's when we hit record. <laughs> <laughs> Scuttle, Flounder and Sebastian are all characters in which Disney animated movie? The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid. Did you watch the remake? Watched it with you and we got Tell the ten truth. But you got ten minutes in and it, got we, bored. We didn't get ten minutes in. It must have been. It, we can't have been. I felt like we were watching up from for years. No, we, so we were there. I looked at it the other day. It was like 13 minutes we got. Jesus. Well, it felt like I, I felt myself visibly aged during that but film. It, it was beautiful. It was it so was beautiful. exactly the same as the animated movie. Do you care that she's... No. I can't think of it. Do you I know what I care about? Than telling a refreshed story, not a live action version of the exact same story. Is is something we're going to come on to 
at some point I reckon during this digits mm. it's it's why are Disney just doing this? They're exactly the same. I still haven't watched one. Well, it's more a case of you want fresh. So, like, I always go back to Gilmore Girls, which is a show that me and my sister Sarah were very, very, like, big fans of growing up. And every Friday we'd have a Gilmore night. We'd, we'd eat insane amounts of food and watch telly till the cows came home. And it was lovely. But they brought those back and they didn't keep it with the times. They didn't keep it true to character. And I think a lot of them, a lot of programmes and films, when they go back and try to refresh stuff they're not realising what made it popular in the first place. Yeah. yeah I think, I think you, when you got The Little Mermaid, it was fresh, it was a mermaid in the sea, it was beautiful. That's why it was, that's one of the reasons why the story was so good. Sorry, you just, you just, you used the Gilmore Girls in this argument. Mm. Because it was different. Right. No, no, not that they're different. No, I get the point. No, the point is no. that then they're, when they're remaking and redoing, they're forgetting what makes it important. No, and I completely agree with that point. And it's a very good point. Thank you. My point was, I was saving this to later, why the fuck do you like the TV series Bones then? Which is essentially 22 <laughs> series of the same fucking thing. Right, no, so I only like it because I suck. Genuinely was going to end on this because I knew it would get me angry. Right, right you've no. made me watch so much Bones lately, it's bollocks. Right, no, so I don't like Bones. I watch it because when I sew, I can focus on my sewing and have it on in the background <laughs> and like titter into it. No, I really stopped enjoying Bones when there was a fire. Um, and they were investigating the murder and the fire. So for people who don't know, Bones is a murder mystery where they use the bones rather than, you know, the, the police you department. Know, logic. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, and you've got this, like, super hyper-rational person leading it called Temperance Brennan, and it basically is just a load of bullshit. But it became utter, utter bullshit beyond James's bullshit capabilities of it's when, like, what it's he when, deal with. It's when the artist won. It no. just makes up science. Well, this is it. So she went to another level. There was a fire, and she used the imprint of the letter on the surface below it to recreate a handwritten letter bear in mind her qualifications are artist it's funny you should mention that though because you know what she did that's the most scientific thing I've ever seen in that TV show because you can do that there was that. nothing left it was all ashes okay that's and the piece of though. paper was folded over do you know what people of this podcast always ask me they ask me what is Paddington Bear's favourite snack marmalade sandwiches it is marmalade sandwiches what animal does May Lee turn into into in turning red oh my god is it it's the red panda <coughs> my niece loves that although she, yeah. she, she's convinced it's orange it's just weird <laughs> it's the orange panda yeah, she's thirteen. no she's not <laughs> <laughs> I brought this up on, on an episode once and I like, can shout it down which British comedian starred in the 2021 live action adaptation of Clifford the Big Red Dog do you know what I really wish I'd seen it but then I was He's annoying. At the time, so he's I a, couldn't. He's annoying. He's like he's about as funny as dragging your ball through glass. Well, I don't know. It's Jack Whitehouse. Jack Whitehouse. Jack Whitehall. I don't know his name. Oh, Jack Whitehall. Yeah, Jack Whitehall. No, oh, fair enough. Not a fan. Which famous pop star voiced Penny in the 2008 Disney film Bolt? <laughs> She's not Hannah Montana. Miley Cyrus. It is Miley Cyrus. There was a clue, by the way. No way. What? Oh, yeah, we've given up on the scoring, let's be honest. What are the names of the two main dogs in The Secret Life of Pets? I've never seen it. No, do you know what? These are genuinely difficult, because I want to go. This is Max and Duke. I'm calling it there. I'm calling it there. Fair enough. Ready? I am ready. Hit you me. prepared? No, because genuinely, they were quite difficult. Unless the answer's Rory, which is our dog. I don't know the answer. In 2011, in the movie We Bought a Zoo... What British zoo was it based on? I don't know the zoos. 
<laughs> I don't. I don't. A is you? No, wait, Chester. Chester's Dartmoor. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is genuinely quite difficult. In the 1942 movie Bambi, what is Bambi's rabbit best friend called? Thumper. Thumper. It is Thumper. <coughs> I'm not wrong. Point me up. <laughs> In Animal Farm. Yes. Who wrote the novel? Who wrote the novel that the film was based on? George Orwell. There we go. It's called I thought you were going to hit me with what with the pig. Were you like, <laughs> which one's with a socialist? <coughs> sure, it's political alignment it's of the each pigs, film. isn't it? But it's the horses that do all the work. So it's horses of the, the proletariat. And what animal best? The fat cats of the fat pigs. No. I'm sure that's right. Sure. You read it? No. I think you should. I will it's do. It's a great book. It's on my list, to be fair. I want to read The Grapes of Wrath by Steinbeck as well. I've got both those things downstairs. Really? Okay. Uh, what animal is George's best friend in the 1997 movie George of the Jungle? What, what is it? The ape. An ape called ape. Is an ape there called ape? There you go. I put that on the other day when I was ill, thinking, oh, we'll watch George. What? Marry me's on BBC iPlayer. <coughs> exactly. So I was just looking for a good film to watch, and I thought, oh, <laughs> I'll watch this, and I'll like relax and watch George of the Jungle, and then I actually found it too too entertaining, so I had to turn it off. So Fair I could enough. watch it and give it my full brain spam when I had a brain again. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right, last one. You ready for this? I'm ready. What kind of animals are Hazel, Bigwig and Fiverr in Watership Down? Rabbits? Yeah. There you go. Well, hey. Have you ever seen Watership Down? No. Ball your fucking eyes out. Well, like I said earlier, I sobbed my heart out of the trailer to Titanic, so, you know. Yeah, I, did, I guess I didn't pick up on that. Was it because it was Celine Dion? <laughs> <laughs> We watched it in drama class. Right. Um, we're coming to an end. Keeping it nice and short. Things we want to achieve this year. I'm going to tell you now. Randomly, for no reason, and like genuinely randomly for no reason, it was I'm Christmas ready. time. One of my favourite films of Christmas is a Muppet Christmas Carol. I made you watch Treasure Island Muppets. It was amazing. We talked about Tim Curry. I'm guaranteeing you now a Tim Curry episode is coming because I fucking love Tim Curry and was quite possibly one of the biggest movie stars. He owned the 80s and the 90s. He's the original Pennywise. He was fantastic in such versatile range. Yes. We're going to be spending so long talking about Tim Curry. I'm really looking forward to getting not deep in Curry. Um, other things are coming up. <clears throat> Sorry, got a cough. We're going to be talking about why I think he's one of the most over, uh, sorry, underrated actors of his generation. We're talking about Sylvester Stallone, passed off as a bit of a muscle hound, a bit of a, a wrong'un who can only do action films. I don't think that's right. I'm going to be bringing to the show his top three, my favourites. We talk about Demolition Man in depth. We're going to be spending more time on the things that we love. Okay, we're going to be doing musicals again this year. What? What? We're going to. So Esther's the musical person. She's. She's. You know, we fell in love to. In the Heights, this is our first date we went to. We've got great memories of that. We're going to go back. We're going to... Season five, which apparently is what it is now. I don't it's, know where these seasons have come from, but I don't know. we'll go with it. Season five is going to be about redoing the things that we love and making sure that we do them properly. Um, thank you, Esther, for being a delicious ghost. Ooh. <laughs> Delectable guest. Thank yeah. you for everything that you do. And listeners, thank you. Thank you for sticking by us. We're back. We're here. And your real co-host will be back soon. That's if, you know, he ever finishes taking that ring to Mordor. Exactly. It's a long journey. Thank she gets you. some eagles. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the, wel- the lovely welcome back to the airwaves. Cheers. Adios. Seriously. Seriously. 
marry me be yourself player watch it get in touch